Minimalism is the movement that encourages you to live with less. Less stuff, less possessions, less clutter, and find more joy and more time to focus on what matters. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help you make life lighter realistically. I'm your host, Desiree, and my passion is to help you create room for what matters to you by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your home and your life. It's not just about decluttering and having a tidy home, but about how having less stuff will give you more time and more space to focus on creating the life you actually want to live. We'll talk about topics of minimalism, motherhood, simple, intentional living, and everything in between here on the show each week. Let's walk towards simple together. Welcome to this bonus episode of Minimalish. I, I want to speak to you on this subject of what to do when you feel like you're always cleaning up, but your house is never clean. And your whole life is just feeling like it is you like you are the, ho- the housekeeper of the home. That's all you do. It's such a mom struggle. And, and if you feel like, you know, this is just what mom life is about. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about this. I would be so cranky if I was always cleaning up and I've been there and I was cranky and I was not the best version of myself. So if you feel like you're always cleaning up and you feel like this is a struggle of yours and something you do not want to be doing at all times of the day and it stresses you out, then let's let's figure out how to change that. So I have some kind of actionable steps for you But before we get to that, I want to start with a question. What are you making excuses about right now? You know, I talked about morning routines a couple of weeks back, and I've just had this theme, you know, for a long time that I've talked about, but recently I've talked about it a little bit more, that we can make time for ourselves. And as moms, it's something that we really need to think about doing. But I've gotten a little bit of pushback that, you know, this isn't that easy. It's, you know, to make time for yourself or to make time for something that's important to you. It's just not easy. But here's the thing, it's not easy. I totally know that and I feel that. That's why I want to push back a little bit as well. I invite pushback and I invite differing opinions and in this particular situation there are different perspectives and there are there always are and there are different situations but I want to push back on the pushback because I think as moms we're just so deeply rooted in this guilt culture we're so deeply rooted in the culture that says moms have to take care of the family fully and do nothing else or there's guilt around when they're doing other things especially if that thing is something that the mom actually wants to do or cares about doing or feels passionate or called to we're so deeply rooted in the martyrdom culture of motherhood that says, yep, motherhood is just hard. You're just gonna have to get lost in it. You've gotta give up your whole self and you've gotta replace your own passions and your own interests and your own, t- and your own hobbies with the title of mom. I do not believe that is true. But we just welcome that narrative into our lives. We complain that that's our situation. We just keep living it anyways. And mother, it's not meant to be a title that replaces your old titles. I believe it's meant to be this beautiful title that you add to your life and and that enriches it. And yes, it's hard. I get that. But the same goes for when we're talking about a totally cluttered home. 
We believe the narrative like kind of like this. Well, if you have kids, your home is just going to be a mess. So you might as well just live in a disaster of a house and then make it your pursuit to clean up all day long for the next 18 years until your kids move out. And that's just the life you're going to live if you want your house to be clean. If not, just let it be in shambles at all times because kids are just going to be a mess. Your home is going to be cluttered. That's just life with kids. These lies are the reason I was literally afraid to become a mom. The martyrdom motherhood narrative and this idea that you just let your kids take over your home and you just have no more freedom and no more happiness in your life. Like that narrative, it is out there. And of course there is a different narrative being told, but I feel like that this negative narrative of motherhood and parenthood is the one that's being painted so often. And I was afraid to become a mom because of it. I know that right now, you know, I have one child and you might have three or seven or 15, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter because other moms who have three or seven or 15 kids have decluttered their homes. They've made time for the things that they care about. And they've made time for just a little bit of peace in their day. And, you know, other moms who have one kid like me, they are on the struggle bus too. And, and saying that they don't have time to declutter and saying that they don't have time for themselves. So it doesn't matter how many kids you have. It matters that you are in control of your life and the story that you are telling. And it matters if you believe that or if you believe a different story that you have no control over this narrative of martyrdom motherhood, this narrative that your house is just going to be a wreck all the time and you just believe that and you accept it and that's the life you're gonna live for the next however many years that you have kids living in your home. So I wanna echo what Joshua Becker said in the interview in my last episode and if you haven't listened to it yet, you need to go listen to that. He said, if you want to find an excuse for something, you'll find one. And that's not a new idea, you know, you've probably heard that before. If you want to keep believing you're stuck, and if you want to keep believing you don't have time to declutter, then you will. You'll, you'll believe that, and, and that's how you'll live. Or you could change your story. You know, here's the thing. I had three part-time jobs and a newborn when we decluttered our entire home. And my husband was working full-time, and he was coaching wrestling, which takes up a, a whole lot of time, Other like on top of his full-time job. Ask your spouse or partner to help watch the kids. And if that's not part of, if a spouse isn't part of your situation, ask a family member if there's one nearby or ask a teenager down the street or swap time with a mom friend or hire help if you have the funds. Or if none of that sounds good to you, you know, now, now we're talking about decluttering, but I'm saying this for both. I'm saying this for decluttering. And if you feel like you just don't have time for the things that you care about. So if none of that sounds good to you, declutter with your kids in the same room. I do it literally all the time. She makes more of a mess, but in the end, it gets done. I have literally decluttered while Gemma has sat on my lap. And when it comes to the things I care about, having time for me, my passions, and my hobbies, even as a mom, I'm just going to give the example of this podcast, but I've done this thing that I've loved to do, this creative passion, in the early mornings and nap times. It's time that I have made for myself. And when the naps go away, I'll figure something else out. I've also done this by asking my husband for a couple of hours on the weekend, and he is amazing and helpful, and I'm so thankful for him. But I always feel super guilty about doing so because, you know, there's this martyrdom, motherhood narrative out there. But, you know, 
if something in your life makes you feel alive and it's important to you and it's a passion of yours and you want time for it, you have to make it and you have to stop saying that it's too hard or it's not possible for you. If you want to make it possible for you, you will. And one of those ways that you can make it possible for you is by having less to clean up all the time. So let's dive into this. Let's talk about three ways to stop living this cleaning up all the time life. Because here's what's happening, I'm assuming. You know, maybe your kids do have a nap time and maybe you could utilize that time to like take a nap or do something you want to be doing or just like breathe a little bit. But instead you're cleaning up the whole entire time because your house is a giant disaster from what happened you know, that morning or from just because it's always a giant disaster because there's no way to keep on top of it. So if we make it so that you're not always cleaning up all the time, you will get that time back, that nap time time that you were cleaning up. Or maybe it's in the mornings before your kids wake up. Maybe you're like, I do wake up early in the mornings, but I have to use that time to get everything ready for the day and clean up the dishes from last night because it's a mess and everything's disgusting. And Okay, so what if we made it so you're cleaning up less and made it so there's systems and routines involved in getting things together so that you can wake up early and actually have maybe even just a half an hour for yourself? Maybe it's the evening. Maybe when your kids go to bed, you spend all this time cleaning up. You can't even spend time with your spouse because there's such a mess. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to get back that time. And the first way to do that is to, you might have guessed this, declutter your home. Less stuff means less to clean up. That's just a real truth. Like, if you have less stuff, you're going to have less to clean up. It's obvious. It doesn't mean that your home is going to be perfect, but it simply means there will be less junk to clean up and find homes for at all times of the day. So declutter your home. That is the first step towards cleaning up less or just like not cleaning up all day. Declutter your home fully, like from top to bottom. Begin today and keep going with whatever time you have in each day or weekly or whatever that looks like for you. Whatever you do, do not make an excuse about it because if it's important to you, if this life-sucking, cleaning up all the time struggle is something you want to get rid of, you will make time for it. The rest of these tips follow decluttering. So you have to declutter first. That's like, that's my main tip. That's just what you need to do. If you want to stop cleaning up all the time, you have to declutter. So my next tip after decluttering is to invite the mess. You need to breathe a little bit. You need to stop cleaning up all the time. Kids make messes. Messes are a part of childhood. Give them less to make messes with and they'll still make messes. And if we are so busy trying to avoid these messes or clean them up with every living second, we'll never live our lives and we'll miss out on fun experiences with our kids, like baking something together. Also, if a kid is making a mess, oftentimes that means they're entertaining themselves, which means more time for mom to breathe a little. So invite the mess and stop cleaning up after it every second of the day. So that's literally my first tip. After decluttering, just stop cleaning up all the time. And definitely you'll want to declutter before you take this strategy to heart because if you just invite the mess in a cluttered home, it's going to be extremely hard to manage. Okay, number two. So we want our homes to be peaceful. 
So if we're inviting the mess, how do we do that? Enlist the help of your kids. Teach them from super young. I mean, I can't really follow this suggestion, but I do put my almost two-year-old to work. I have her throw things away for me. She pretends to help me clean. She puts dishes away and she helps me unload the dishwasher. I know that sounds like how is that even possible? I have some low shelves where she keeps her own stuff and she helps me put away the dishes. She helps me put away her dishes there. If you do have kids who are old enough and they aren't helping, make that happen. Just like, you know, add a chore chart to your life. Enlist your kids to help because it is important that they learn how to take care of the home too. Number three, and another way that we keep our homes peaceful while inviting the mess and while not cleaning up all the time is to just tidy up a couple times a day. So do a surface tidy. And along with this, you can also just have like a cleaning routine so that you know what you are going to do each day or on the weekends or however you do it. So live in those little messes throughout the day and then tidy them up either in the middle of the day or at night or both. If you stay at home, then do a quick tidy in the middle of the day, either before you leave the house or before nap time if your kids nap. If you're not home all day, if you work out of the home, tidy up quick after breakfast if there's time so you won't have to come home to a mess. For all moms, I think the most important time to do this quick tidy is in the evening. And once you get used to this, it's going to be something that does not take a lot of time. I think it takes me 20 minutes max, like if our house somehow, you know, got more messy than usual. And if I've used a lot of dishes for dinner. So I religiously follow this evening tidy routine. I call it a reset and it's part of my daily cleaning routine, which you can get a full explanation of and a three-day free mini course at DesireAndries.com slash cleaning routine. So if you want to know more about that, I also talked about it on a podcast episode a while ago. But these little nighttime tidies and naptime tidies, they help me embrace the mess throughout the day because I know that at the end of the day, all will be peaceful so I can enjoy my evening and enjoy a peaceful morning before my daughter wakes up. So I really, really, really recommend just not feeling like you have to pick up things all day, but instead dedicating these short 10 to 15 minute bursts of tidying a couple of times a day. Let's talk about what resets are really quickly because I've had several people ask me that question when I talk about them on Instagram. First of all, the idea did not come from myself. There's nothing new under the sun. Um, I got this idea from Lauren at An Organized Life on Instagram, and she was on episode 16 of the podcast as well. So you need to go back and listen to that. She is awesome. But a reset is basically just like doing a surface tidy, putting things back in their place. Um, when I reset my kitchen, I often will wipe out the sink as well. So it's just kind of re literally like the, the term reset is great for it because it makes sense. You are resetting the room back to like a peaceful state. So I always do my kitchen and living room in the evenings. The like bedrooms and everything, those get done during the day because and in the mornings because obviously in the evenings we're going to be like going into bed so we can't make our beds and clean everything up in the evenings. But the kitchen tidy looks a lot like doing all the dishes from dinner, wiping down the countertops, making sure there's nothing like scattered around the countertops that doesn't belong there and 
wiping out the sink, cleaning out the sink, cleaning off the stove. Most nights I do that. So, and it's just like quick. It's not like a deep clean, it's, it's very quick. So that's what that looks like. And in the living room, it looks like putting the toys back where they came from and picking up anything else and putting it in its rightful place. So that's just what resets are in a nutshell. So honestly, we just, we need to change our mindset around mess If you feel like you're cleaning up all the time and you feel like your home needs to be perfect, then change your mindset on that. Realize that, you know, that's not really a happy way to live unless it is for you. Like some people do love cleaning and I want to recognize that. But if you do love cleaning, then your struggle is probably not that you're cleaning up all the day. That's probably just like not your struggle because you probably keep your house clean. You have great routines for it because you love it. So This is for the mom who does not love it. (laughs) So I hope this helps you because constantly cleaning up is just really not living. I know I personally was super cranky when I believed I needed to keep my house perfect every second of the day or when I just believed that I wasn't doing enough to keep my house clean every second of the day because honestly, I never really went after that pursuit of a perfectly clean home. I just more so felt sorry for myself or I felt bad about myself because I wasn't keeping my house clean every second of the day. So I threw that mindset out the window so quickly. I can't even tell you how quickly. Um, I want you to do the same. Just throw that mindset out the window. You do not need to have a perfectly tidy home at all times. There are ways that we can manage it. If we declutter, then it's going to be so much easier to manage, but we will still have messes. Stop comparing your homes to what you see on Instagram. I fully believe that there are literally messes outside of the photo frame that you are seeing on Instagram. Or, you know, that whoever that mom is, she just picked up a mess before that picture. So don't compare yourself. Messes are a part of life. Stop cleaning up all day. Start living. If you want someone to come alongside of you and cheer you on while you declutter your home and apply minimalism to your days and your mindset, I am here for you. I want to help you rewrite the story you're telling yourself. That story that says life is too overwhelming, that you all you do all day is clean up messes, that there's no time for you, and that you've lost yourself in motherhood. Minimalism has really helped me rewrite my beliefs on all of these things. And the life I live now compared to before minimalism, the joy I'm experiencing, it's honestly more and better than I could have ever expected. And that's why I want to help you. And that's why I made my Make Room Master Course. Also had a lot of listeners ask me for more of a step-by-step process. So I created this. And I believe it will be transformational if you put the time into it. And when you enroll in the course, you'll have lifetime access to it. But I'll also guide you through it for four weeks with an online accountability community, four coaching calls slash Q&A sessions, whatever you want to call them and one for each week that we go through it together. And if this episode resonated with you, if you're ready to stop making excuses and embrace real lasting change through realistic minimalism and even go deeper than decluttering, head to DesireAndrews.com slash MasterCourse and you'll be able to find out more about it. There are only a few days left to enroll in this first round, which is 40% off. So... If you're thinking about it, don't wait. Check it out through the link in the show notes and sign up for this first round. I'm so excited to do this with you. And we start on June 24th. So that's this coming Monday. And that link is also in the show notes. 
All right, friend, that's all I have for you in today's episode. If you're loving the show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a bonus episode like this one. And if this episode spoke to you in any way and you think it would speak to a friend, tell your friend about it. Share it on Instagram. I am so appreciative of you for sharing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.